and they will be Super Bowl champions again very soon. Brendan, what's going on? This is Kears from the Press Box. I'm your host, Headphone Joe. We are up at Ungodly Hours. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Good, man. Good. How about you? How are, You're an hour ahead of, or behind me, so you're even earlier. How are you doing? Uh, you know, getting it in before I got to get to work. So with that being said, let's get to it. Uh, we will be talking about some of the big topics in the kickoff, as we always do. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, NFL draft. You're not surprised. Then we're going to hit some quick hits, get into a few quick tertiary topics, as Brennan likes to call them. Um, and then, and then we're off we're not doing the walk-off uh no no walk-off today too early too early for too, the walk-off too early for the walk-off um so yeah after that we'll be giving you the press conference and we'll be boogieing so without further ado ready to return the opening kickoff perfect way to kick off oh, here we go ah brennan the nba playoffs they'd never stop playoffs uh, First, sec, first rounds are done uh, in very NBA fashion. We got one, two, three, four from both conferences moving on. So that means Phoenix, Memphis, as Golden is State, normally the case. Dallas, this is kind of ridiculous. Miami, Philly, Boston, Milwaukee. Um, but in both cases, the three seeds, one on the road being the two seeds. We'll start with Golden State's. Late game hold on heroics to beat Memphis. Brandon, what were your takeaways from this game? Uh, so I found this game uh, to be a lot more interesting than I first assumed it would be. So I'm not going to lie to you. I honestly thought it would be a situation where uh, Golden State would go in and just kind of roll the Grizz. Um, just because no, no, I know I that- think that just because the way golden state's been playing i mean the grizzlies barely got by minnesota i just thought i to be honest with you i just thought that the golden state's the better team and they would roll them uh and plus we talk about it all the time in the nba young team young team the grizzlies are very young i did get a lot of experience last year though uh but yeah it was a close game john moran almost had a game winner again golden state's a different attacking team um then Minnesota, Minnesota kind of matched up. I don't want to say perfectly, but Minnesota matched up well to what and poorly to what Memphis was trying to do. Um, the difference is Anthony Edwards is an attacking player. He's attacking the basket more so than not. Whereas you're just facing a bunch of runaround shooters. So, Three-point shots are not going to be fucking 50% versus, like, a shot at the basket is going to be higher percentage-wise. So if you can make more shots at the basket, it kind of works itself out. Um, but, yeah, and and the thing is, people are still expecting Klay Thompson to, you know, be Klay Thompson pre-injury at all yeah, times. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's not going to he's not going to be 100% every game. He's not going to be that same knockdown shooter every game. So he was 3 for 10. His field goal his three-point percentage was down this year. Uh him and Steph. Um but the thing is they have a they have a lifesaver in Jordan Poole in all that development he had this year. They have it's so weird their rotation at this point because he's 
playing damn near starter minutes, and that's without uh, Draymond getting uh, damn near. Yeah, he's at thirty eight. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. That that would have been without Draymond's uh, technicals to get him pulled out of the game. So, do you want to hear a fun, interesting fact about this game? Go for it. First time in playoff history ever in the NBA that three players 22 years or younger all scored oh, yeah. 30 or more points. I did see that, yeah. Um, also, Draymond Green got another flagrant. This is going to be an issue. Uh, well, I don't know. Um, well, it's four points in the playoffs and you get suspended for a game. That's what happened. Everyone knows in the faithful oh, it's four points? series in 2016. He's at two now because it was oh, wow. a flagrant two. So he gets one more flagrant two, and he's out it's of game. Four? It's four in the playoffs. You get it definitely four in the playoffs. That number, that number was not always four. But um, yeah, I mean, no, I, they they recently changed it within the last probably decade because in 2016 is when it was an actual issue because they were like Draymond shouldn't be out for. Remember the whole nut punch yeah. thing, and it was oh, just no, him like failing. Trust me, his I arm. remember. I thought it was yeah. like five or six. No, it's four. when that happened. Oh wow. Um, but I mean, I think Draymond's smart enough. Uh, he shouldn't have gotten a double tech. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I can see how it could look like a double tech. Honestly, everybody went to Twitter and was like, "How could you do this?" And I'm like, looking back on it a couple times, one it's for like, each it arm, baby. Like one for each arm. Yanks the guy down to the ground. Yeah. Like, Hold on now. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I think I still think. There is a long shot opportunity that Memphis could win this series. I see. I disagree, but I've had Golden State from the beginning. So you've had Golden State from the beginning. Beginning, and Brian, my um, coworker, he's also kind of starting to tell me I'm crazy. But I think Memphis has it because I think they have a chance because Draymond, Draymond, if on the floor. Is offensive liability. He can't yeah. shoot. They everybody's playing off him. If you looked at the Nugget series, whenever he get the ball at the top of the key, they just drop back. So you have five athletic guys on the court at all times for Memphis. As long as they can get to their rotations and close out hard and not in in if Draymond is on the floor. Just focus on the other four guys, basically doubling Curry, shadowing Poole, shadowing Clay, and everything. Steph only shot eight for 10. Like, yeah. He was five of 12 from three, which is great, but you had two guys go five, make five threes in the, on that team, and that was about it. And if Memphis, if Desmond Bain could have a proper Desmond Bain game, Desmond Bain was three for ten. Yeah, if he if he can actually play the way we all know he's capable of playing, Dylan Brooks was three of thirteen. And like that's if the thing those is guys have their regular games, this could be a very long series. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the crazy thing is so other than the third quarter, Memphis led pretty much this whole game. It was either tied or they were leading. So it's not they're not being outmatched or overworked by Golden State. They just, you know, a couple of like you said, a couple of shots didn't fall. I'm just interested. I'm really interested to see this Jaron Jackson uh, junior thing play out 
just because he's so athletic. And like you said, Draymond's going to be a liability moving forward as far as uh, offensively. And uh, Triple J is already a really good defend defensive player. So I'm interested to see how that develops over the course of the series. Yeah, it's you basically like get him to play center guard field. Versus the, yeah, it's basically the new guard versus the old guard. So I'm kind of curious to see because... Jaron Jackson, I mean, they started Tillman, but Tillman played 13 minutes. Jaron Jackson is their small, you know, small five. Yeah. The men. Small five. And I mean, and Brandon Clark, for that matter, is their quote unquote small five. Like both of those guys are supremely athletic. So um, I I don't think Jaron Jackson started, but he played 13 minutes. And uh, we've already discussed, you can't play Steven Adams in this series. Well, you can't play Steven Adams in the playoffs, basically. Um, but Jared Jackson definitely did benefit from Draymond leaving. Um, that's why he was able to explode for over 30 points. Um, but I think he'll play relatively well if he can stay out of uh, foul trouble, unlike last series. Dylan Brooks also yeah. needs to stay out of foul trouble to get his rhythm. But Desmond Bain, a 3-for-10 game for Desmond Bain is insane. We saw him go, what, 8-for-11 from 3 in, in last series. Yeah. So, Two more shots out of him in this game, and this game is completely different. It's not. It wasn't for the lack of opportunity. It wasn't for the lack of trying. Even their their final uh, possession was probably a good look, and it just not enough touch around the basket um, because you're running full head of steam with two guys effectively on you. Um, so I think I think Memphis. The thing is, we know Golden State is the devil. We know. Yeah. You know, what what is the quote? Dance with the devil, you know. Dance with the girl, you know. Whatever. Dance with the uh, dance with the girl you brought. Dance with the girl, the girl who brought you. Excuse me. Yeah. So we're aware of Golden State. We know Golden State is that team, but these guys are much older now. Yeah. Like we no, can't just true. we can't just assume that. Yeah. Yes, Memphis is young, but yes, Golden State is old. But that's the Memphis is young thing is they're not that yet. Like they had a playoff that, heartache last thing. year. They're not that young. I know. Like and this they, is the beat, same kind Mem- of they thing. beat Golden State. Yes, it was without Clay Thompson and pre Jordan Poole explosion, but they beat Golden State in the play in last year. Yeah, exactly. And let's not forget Jordan Poole before this season. This is a very uh, Murray situation. Jordan Poole before the season was taken. He showed flashes and everyone was like, oh, maybe, maybe, but he's too inconsistent. Same thing they were saying about Jamal Murray. Remember in the bubble, they were like, oh, he's showing flashes, but he's too inconsistent. And then the next year he did it again. And then the next, so it's like, oh, Memphis might be here. Like yeah. they might have arrived. Like nobody thought, uh, uh, to your point, nobody thought Denver was going to make it to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble. Like, there's teams they might. I don't think they're going to get to the championship, but I think they can get to the Western Conference final. They're that good. They were the number two seed in the league. Yeah, like and they and have it's so weird to talk about dudes. them as the number two seed because it just doesn't feel like that. When you if you were to say Memphis Golden State, you'd be like, oh, Golden State's obviously the higher seed. Clearly, well, we keep talking about them like they're young. Dylan Brooks is 26. Jaren Jack. Yeah. I was shocked to find out Jared Jackson was under 22 because I was like, damn, isn't he like a five year player? He's only a Three-year player, I want to say. Yeah. He was years. picking 2018 to 24-year player, 22 years old. So I was like, some of their guys are older. Kyle Anderson's older. Tyus Jones is older. Like, yes, they're young in our minds, but these are older dudes. Doesn't Bain's 23. Like, 
they're younger in the NBA, but they're more seasoned dudes overall. Well, and that's why you go out and get a guy they're like Kyle seasoned. Anderson. Yeah. Kyle Anderson you know played I mean? with Greg Coming Popovich. off the bench, you know, he's 28 years old, 26 years old. Like, he, he definitely, him and... Um, you know, Brandon Clark to a lesser extent. Those guys are, you know, they've been in the league almost a decade, both of them. Yeah. So we keep right, looking we keep at going. You true. All right. All right. All right. What's the next game? Phoenix, Dallas. Phoenix, Dallas. Brady, what, okay. This took place last night. Phoenix ended up, the game ended up a seven point victory for Phoenix. Um, I will tell you, if you watch this, this was not, as close as that whatsoever. Um, Did you see the cringeworthy post game um, on the court with Chris Paul? No, I think I turned it off by then. Okay. So one of the reporters who's on the floor, just trying to like, I don't know if he's trying to goat Chris or whatever. He's just trying to like ask it. It's a dumb question, but he's like, so Chris, you guys, you know, get the victory. Um, but Luka Doncic did have 45 points. Are you, are you guys going to, what are you guys going to do moving forward? He goes, wait a second. We won, right? And he goes, yeah, yeah. I said you guys got the victory, but moving forward, what he goes, they got a lot of good players, not just Luka. They got, and then he started naming them, and started naming players. And I was just like, I told him, I was like, I got to change that. I can't watch it. This is like, uh. but yeah, huge win for Phoenix came in. Luka at 45, but this game was not close. This game was not close. Um, I can see this series being a sweep. Oh, okay. So uh, we thought Phoenix would definitely be the sweep, uh, would, would do the sweeping last series and did not. So you think maybe this one? Well, well, the last series they didn't do it because uh, Booker, Devin got, Booker hurt. got hurt. Yeah, I was like, Devin got hurt. Um, <laughs> this series, Aiden was the star, quote unquote, the star, the leading scorer of this series. All their Dallas, we me, you said it last week. Dallas's defense is not the same when Luka is on the floor. And, Absolutely. But and their offense if, isn't close to it when he's off. And and especially they're not playing um Utah with just turnstile guards playing defense. So that's why your Jalen Brunson's Jalen Brunson's were able to go off. That's why your Spencer Dinwiddie's. <laughs> that's why your Spencer Dinwiddie's were able to go off in that manner because Utah's guards, outside of Ryan O'Neal, who no one gives a damn about offensively, um, that's why those guys were able to go off in that manner. Whereas Devin's gonna guard you. Chris is going to guard you. Miles Bridges, Jay Crawford, like they have two-way guys. This team is built on two-way people. Um, and their entire starting lineup was able to go off, basically, uh, into double digits. Um, Phoenix survived the Maxi Keebler game. Like, yeah. What other shot is Dallas going to have? Because those 45, yeah, Luka could have 45. But the thing is, if Luka has 45, Dinwiddie's not going to have 10. He's not going to have 15. Brunson's not going to have 20. So taking those points away from Luka is just going to... Luka's not going to have 45 while all these other guys have explosive games as well. Yeah, so Luka's going to have... If Luka's going to have his 45, you need 
to get someone else on the team to score, you know, 20 or 30. And that's not going to happen. I mean, you already kind of covered it, but everyone, everyone on this team is in the super low, either relatively low double digits or, you know, super high single digits, 15, 7, 4, 13, 19, 3, 8, And they zero, got the Maxi Keebler game, 19. Yeah. And that was, that was it. It's. That was a first half explosion of threes. He hit five for five in the first half, and that was it. He was done after that. Yeah, and this is a you know that's your thirty year old power forward from Germany who's playing fucking twenty five minutes. Like this team, this team is good, but it's still not where it needs to be. They, it's great not, for them to I, get out of the first round. They exploited a weakness. Uh, even Kid said it after the game. He said, yeah, DeAndre Aiden is not Rudy Gobert or Hassan Whiteside. Like, that's an offensive That's an offensive guy who can play defense. You can't just scheme can him off the anybody. floor. Exactly. Like, he can play defense as well. You can't just run him off the floor. You can't just shade him one way and then open up the lane. Like, he can recover and then he can go back on the other side and he could put it in the basket. It's looking like it's going to be my Golden State prediction against your Phoenix Suns prediction in the Western I Conference still Finals. still called Memphis, Golden, uh, Memphis Phoenix, but I'm a ride with that. Memphis, right, this, we'll is, this is Memphis is like, for a lack of a good comparison, Memphis to me is reminded me of Boston when um, two Boston teams in one. Boston, when Kyrie got hurt, Jason Tatum, rookie year, we called that team young, rookie year, got them to the Eastern Conference, Eastern Finals. Conference Finals. Memphis reminds me of that team. And also, at the same time, they remind me of the KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen team where they didn't have enough time during the season to kind of figure it out. So they got to the postseason and every series was a game seven because they were kind of they were still learn, figuring out, not learning because those guys were older, but figuring out how to close out series together because um, they needed that extra time. And not that they need that extra time per se, but they're a young team, so they kind of got to figure out how to win. Like, I was talking to more brother after game five going into game six, and I was like, they have to close out in six if they want a chance to beat Golden State because they got to learn. They got to figure out how to win. You got to figure out how to close out a series. So they're going to be figuring all that out while winning the series, I believe. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Speaking of Boston. Speaking of Boston. Brennan, your Boston Celtics got ran off the floor. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to get into this? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it was embarrassing. Uh, Jalen Brown needs to play better, uh, to put it mildly. Um, But Mildly. (laughs) It was a situation where, um, let me just pull up some of the numbers. Uh, Yeah, Milwaukee. It was, uh, I heard this on one of the podcasts I listened to. Uh, I believe it was Ryan Rosillo who said. Uh, of course, it was game, Rosillo. This game was very much. Um, Boston's getting all this praise and Milwaukee kind of came in, smacked him in the mouth like, no, we're the defending champions, not you. <laughs> it was very much that kind of a game. So for those of you who missed it, Milwaukee wins 101-89 in, you know, at Boston. Um, it was pretty 
I mean, it wasn't anything stellar. Like, you know, Antetokounmpo is going to have that game where he has 45. This game, he only had 24. Holiday was right behind him with 25. I honestly thought because of some of the injuries that they had uh, from Milwaukee, um, not some of the injuries, just the one injury. The uh, injury. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought that would be enough to kind of put, put it over the top mm-hmm. uh, for Boston because Boston already – we talked about it going into this playoffs was projected like number one in defense, number one in scoring, number one in differential, blah, blah, blah. They were, you know, the clear favorite to win the finals, according to the analytics and according to Vegas. And then you go in against this uh, team that's missing Chris Middleton, which is one of their star players, the uh, their big three. And you get smoked like that's embarrassing. Yeah, um, a few things. I think we forgot that Giannis is probably the greatest player in the league right now. Yeah. Um, he's kind of unstoppable and unguardable. It's so weird how he gets looked over all the time. Well, he's in I a mean, sleepy we do it town here. in Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, they kind of, I don't want to say they slept walk through the season, but they, they, as you will, uh, you will accuse them. They thought they had a switch they could turn on in the playoffs, and they have. Um, the thing is, and Giannis didn't have the best uh, shooting performance, but Giannis did. He had one of those mini closeout NBA championship performances where he just did it all. He rebounded, he passed, he played defense, um, and he scored when he had to. The difference in so Jason Tatum grew up as a defender immensely. The difference though in this series versus last series is and I had I had pointed out before, I don't think I pointed it all, all out all last series, but Kevin Durant does not attack the basket. Yeah. Like he did prior to all his leg injuries. Um the Jones fracture back in OKC, the Achilles in Golden State um, he doesn't attack the basket in that manner. He settles for shots. He settles for mid-range jumpers. He settles for threes, long twos. Giannis is attacking the basket. It's hard to guard a 6'11", 7-foot legitimate guy when he's full head of steam attacking the basket. Yeah, it's not that's the, the thing. same. He comes down, once he starts coming down the court, like if he's not giving the he's ball up, you're like, this is going to suck. This is really going to suck. It's either you're going to take a charge and, you know, wave bye to your family or you get out the fucking way. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Giannis is just a, a different, um, a different animal. And the other thing is, so the Bucks. The way their interior is built, they're not going to let anything inside. Like, you're going to have to work for anything inside the three-point range. Boston shot 53s. Yeah. And they only made 10 twos. It's... They only made 10 shots within the three-point line. Like, Not a single person over 20 points, except Jason Tatum with 21, but that's just barely. Too many guys are playing in this game. Um, we talk about it all the time in the playoffs. You should have like 12, 12 guys. Like well, I think at a certain point, they just threw everybody in there. Like, all yeah, right, we, you, we talk about like maybe eight, maybe eight guys, maybe yeah. like 10. 
12 max and then they they played their whole fucking roster it looks like yeah they had their core eight and then after the game was out of it they just threw everybody else in probably to yeah. avoid an Embiid situation get um, some of the young guys some minutes um i don't really have much else to say uh, brown has to play better that's it brown has to play better brown has to play better marcus smart i think is probable or you know questionable game day to day and um they got to play smarter, man. It's weird seeing them come off that last series and they, I don't know if they just resign themselves to, Hey, we're just going to try to jack up as many threes as possible to shoot 50 threes. That's too many. That's, I mean, it's not if they're falling, but that's, that's so many. That's too much. If they're falling, well, I guess it's not too much if they're falling, but like, but the shooting. other question too is they're not. I wouldn't classify them as a three and D team. They don't have shooters. I they mean, they have, do, but they they don't have you know what I mean? specific shooters. Yeah, they don't have specialized. Yeah, hey, they let's don't have go, specialized roll it out there. shooters. They we have Clay Thompson, who can Steph Curry, shoot. Ray Allen. Yeah, they don't have like these guys where you're like, oh, <clears throat> sharpshooter over there, watch it. Yeah, it's not like you got Danny Green spotting up. It's not like you got. Fucking, I can't even think of another spot up shooter. Ray Allen's not walking through those doors. I mean, he's not at this point. He's not. He probably still could, though. Oh, for sure he could. Ray Allen will be able to shoot until the day he dies. And I mean, two days after he dies. First day he dies, (laughs) I think he he can still find that form. God. All right. This is the fun one. The final one. Um... Yeah, Brendan, I called this once about a year and a half ago. James Harden's ass. He's not good no more. And it's playoff season, (laughs) second round. He's bad. You got so South Florida on that. He's ass. He's not good no more. (laughs) Uh, It's the second round now. And uh, this is about the time he caves. So, uh, yeah, he's done so. Um, Tobias Harris finally stepping out of the shadows and having himself a game. I guess it's the only time he can have one of those. Um and can we stop all the Tyrese Maxey love? Uh, hey, did you know player. Tyrese Maxey's on this team? He's a good player. All right. He can score. He ain't about to carry nobody. All right. He's a. Yeah. Plus minus negative 25 for Tyrese. That's Ooh. not a good look, bro. Turnstile. Turnstile. <laughs> and this is without Kyle Lowry. Uh, we're talking Miami, Philadelphia, folks. Um, yeah. Miami. Miami's going to the Eastern Conference Finals. If not the finals, this is um, without Butler too, or did Butler? No, no, yeah, Jimmy, no. Jimmy played this game. Jimmy played this yeah, game. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, he did. Wow, he played 30 minutes. He said I know they were talking about last series, but yeah, he played yeah. this game. Um, listen, listen to these plus minuses. I know this is super nerdy and analytical, but listen to these heat plus minuses just for the Heat starting five. Plus nine, plus two, plus twenty six, plus one, plus twenty seven. That team is out there playing, bro. Plus twenty seven from a guy who only scored five points. Yeah, Max Struess. Defense. Jesus. Undrafted Max Struess. The Struess is loose. Uh, I'm shocked you haven't even talked about your boy yet. Who, Joel? No, 25 off the bench. Tyler Hero. Oh, the hero. Not Why the is he hero my boy? Because he's white. He's my he boy. Deserves. Well, you were the Heat fan in the bubble. You were I know, all I know. Tyler I, was, out. I was all on it. Yeah, but come You're on. You're a hero and give out. I'm a Boston fan now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Tyler Hero, I think they've found something, and they've been working on this all season with him coming off the bench versus him starting. Uh, 
Also, um, yeah, definitely going to win six man of the year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bam Adebayo uh, had a case for defensive player of the year, but he did miss about 30 games. But he's also, I mean, he's plus 26. He's playing out of his mind. 34 minutes, 24 points, still eight for eight on his free throws, which is incredibly important. The other thing I wanted to bring up was um, Victor Oladipo. Uh, only had five points. He was 0 for 3, or excuse me, 0 for 5 from 3, but I, I don't know. In the last couple of games, he's starting to look more and more like Victor Oladipo. Yeah. Um, he looks like he's looks getting like his a, legs back. It looks like a weird late season acquisition um, because a former All-Star just now appeared on their team. Right. Um, Even though they got him forever ago. Yeah. Remember when they did that trade? We were on here. Uh, we were potting. Um but yeah, so, but so, what do you think this look? Because I, mean, I think we all knew they were going to lose this game and the next game without Joel. Uh, do you think Philly has a chance once he comes back? I think if Philly can't steal this game, or obviously they will lose the first game, if Philly can't steal the second game, it's over. This uh, call it. We can all get home in time to see Melrose. Who is this a bigger indictment on? Do you think James Harden, hundred percent, in my opinion? I'm gonna go a level. They would have been two. better off. I I don't mean to interrupt you, but they would have been better off holding Ben Simmons on the bench and just not getting anything for him. Um, because they would have had their other pieces. I don't know. Well, I guess DeAndre, uh, not DeAndre. I guess Drummond could have filled in somewhat. And then you have Seth Kerr, but they wouldn't have had somebody to set up the point of attack like Maxi. That's why I wanted to mention with Luca. But and who would you rather have, Maxi? I'll mention it here with Maxi as well. Um, Kenny, Kenny, uh, Kenny the Jet was talking the other day, and he was like, "There's playmakers, and then there's point guards." <laughs> James Harden is not a point guard. Tyrese Maxi is not a point guard. Luca is not a point guard. These guys are playmakers in the sense that they can they can see a pass and make a pass and it'll be like a dope pass and whatnot. But they don't understand in this like a Chris Paul, they don't understand tempo, flow of the game. Like Philly was up at the half and then they just got railroaded in the next half. Yeah, out and of they had, in the second half. They had no one with the IQ enough to like slow the pace down, play to their strengths get the ball to the right guys. Like they were just going out there trying to make plays and then not getting second chance opportunities and just turning around and running to play defense, playing catch up. And then boom, tell well, to that point, you in the mouth. Chris Paul is not a point guard either. Chris Paul He's is a point, point God. God. Hey. <laughs> um, but I think when MB comes back, I think this is a five game series. I think because the thing is, MB you think comes Philly back, gets one. I think Philly gets maybe one at home. They get an MB comes game. back. They're all yeah. hyped up. They get an goes off for forty five, and Harden actually plays well. And um, the th- but the thing is, I don't think it's sustainable because Embiid is still dealing with the thumb, and we saw how that looked in the last game. A fracture of his orbital I know, bone. That the hurts the orbital so much. Bone, but he'll have a mask on. They'll give him enough, you know, medication to kind of numb the pain on that. But Joe, have you ever been punched in the face so hard you fracture your orbital bone? No, don't let it nobody sucks. touch the nobody touches the money maker, Brennan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all right, that is it for the NBA. 
Now it's time to talk about Brennan's favorite thing da, in the da, world, da, but da, I don't know if he's super happy da, to talk da, about it. Da, the da. NFL draft, folks. Oh, I'm so. stoked to talk NFL draft with you, Joe. Um, so the draft was this past weekend. Of course, it's a three-day event going over seven rounds. Unnecessary. Uh, uh, well, John, it used to be uh, 20 rounds, so... Let's, well, it's all about a three-day event thing. Oh, yeah. It used I don't, to be two days. Then they made actually, it To be honest with you, it is kind of frustrating now that they've turned it into a television show, prime time, round one, and then round uh, two and three. Because I love the draft because I like to see where these pieces are going to fall and like who's getting what players. So it's really frustrating for me because it's like, come on, let's just fucking go. Um, most trades in the uh, first round since the modern draft era... Um, especially late in the first round, teams were trading back in all sorts of there was like nine or 12 trades in the last 15 picks of the first round, which was crazy. What did you specifically you wrote on here? Winners. Did you just want me to specifically talk about a couple of teams? Um, I wanted to talk about a couple of teams, one team in particular. And then I want yeah, I wanted you to talk about a couple of teams because you probably care and pay attention a little more. Um, I just wanted to talk about my my Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, fly, Eagles, uh, fly. I believe they won the draft. Um getting yeah. Jordan Davis up front, put him next to Fletcher Cox, have him learn from a future Hall of Famer, uh, and how to be a pro. And that's just going to be a nasty front two to deal with for most teams. Um, and then making the trade for AJ Brown, I'm including that in our draft. Yeah, that's um, a huge. That's a, yeah, absolutely. Going getting a guy under 25 years old who is a proven commodity. Um, stop taking flyers on all these Riegers and Artega Whitesides and uh, uh, Aguilors. And there's probably another person I can throw under the bus, but I they'll. Spare, spare the ire right now. Um, and then getting front offensive line help. Kyle makes a great point. Getting offensive line help in the center who can play at the guard position, uh, who could probably take over next year after Jason Kelsey retires. And then to me, Brennan, you have to you have to tell me what happened here. Because I don't understand, because I don't watch a lot of the coverage, but I know from the coverage I do watch, my Mina Kimes's, my Spencer Halls, my uh, Dominique Foxworth, Phil Yates, those people who are not making mock drafts and just talking about prospects, all said that uh, Nicobe Dean was the number one linebacker coming out. They said, yeah. there's a play he doesn't see that he hasn't made. He's right on every pursuit. He's right on every option while he was at uh, Georgia. And yeah, then he I falls wanted, into the third round. The third <laughs> round. It's ridiculous. I wanted the Jaguars to take him when Jaguars traded back up into the first round. I go, all right, here we go. Nicobe Dean. He's so as everybody knows, the draft is stupid because one of the biggest things is the uh, measurables. Yeah, which I I'm not gonna, the only detractor was he's a yeah, smaller he's linebacker. He's short. He's a he's a he's like, what, five, ten, two twenty. He's short. He's small. Uh, that's the biggest thing, which is incredibly frustrating because, you know, who had great measurables. Trayvon Walker, who went number one to my Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not going to talk about that, though. That was incredibly <laughs> disappointing. I feel like we fumbled the draft yet again. Uh, a couple of winners. Philadelphia Eagles have to be up there. The Ravens have to be up there trading back into the first round to get Tyler Lindenbaum, who's going to be a starting center for 10 to 12 years. Probably it's not a sexy pick. It's not a flashy pick, but it's exactly what teams need to do. 
Speaking of exactly what teams need to do, the New York teams, hats off to you. Uh, the Jets had a really good draft. In, uh, I'm going to start with the Jets because I think the Giants did even better. But the Jets have a really good draft. Sauce Gardner is considered the best defensive back. Um, even though he wasn't the first corner taken, Derek Stingley was. But Derek Stingley hasn't been good since 2019. Uh, sat out 2020 and then was injured most of last year. So sat out for LSU. So Sauce Gardner is the number one corner. He goes to the Jets. And then the Jets also take Garrett Wilson, who's considered one of the top two or three uh, wide receivers in this class. But then the Jets trade back into the first round to get Jermaine Johnson, who was a, you know, fourth on a lot of people's boards as far as pass rusher. So that's huge. But this is who I want to talk about. The most impressive draft, in my opinion, was a team, the New York Giants, uh, got arguably two players in this draft who were both at one point perceived as number one picks for this draft, got both of them in the top 10. I'm talking about Thibodeau and I'm talking about Neil, the uh, tackle hats off to him. I think the giants, like I said, jets, Ravens, uh, Philly all had great draft days, draft weekends, but the giants stole this fucking draft from everybody. Two players, both at one point projected number ones. They got both of them. And uh, Thibodeau, who's arguably going to be the star of this defensive class, and then also going out and getting the tackle in Neal. It's it's bananas. I love it. It was great. That's all I got to say about that. Thank you. And for further context, even that, I mean, next gen stats rated N'Kobe Dean, an elite prospect. So I, I still I don't understand how he fell just on measurables alone. Um but I'm happy to have I don't, him in Philadelphia. I know. I texted you as soon as it happened. I was like, dude, can you believe it? Oh, I wanted him in the second round. And when he fell past the second round, that's when me and Kyle started our argument in the Discord because he was like, well, you say you don't care about the mock drafts and all these people are dumb. And I'm like, but that's not the people. Yes, those people predicted him a first rounder. But then the people I do trust said he's the best linebacker in the league well, yep. in, in college. So I'm going off more so that. But then how does a number one projected player drop? Just Dude, with him and Jordan Davis and then was, Fletcher Cox, this defense is going to be sick, and I'm uh, going to be so defense pissed. Defense is going to be insane. And Darius you know, Slay, like you and Michael Parsons you last year, shutdown corner. You and Michael Parsons last year will exactly. be me and Nicole Dean this year. I was like, man, I was like, oh my gosh, another when we pat when we didn't take him in the second round, I was like, oh, this is going to be another Michael Parsons. Somebody's going to get him. The Giants are going to get him and they're going to terrorize me for the rest of my life. But then he just, he just free falled all the way to the third round. Mid-third round. Yeah, we traded it back into the first round and both our picks, guess what they have in common? Great, me- uh, great measurables. Cool, man. Not the well, tape. One of them, the number one overall pick, wasn't even the fucking starter at his own school. But that's all right. I, I don't want to talk. I don't. Let's move on. Debo Samuel. Well, speaking of damn it, speaking of measurable, <laughs> uh, Debo Samuel stays. Brennan. Uh we heard that they had got offers, but they chose to stay with him. Um, do you think he'll be there at the start of the season? Yeah, this is. I mean, two years ago, I remember being on the show and getting super excited. 
being like, oh, with the draft and Aaron Rodgers, what was that last year? Aaron Rodgers, there's going to be so much player movement. This is insanity. And then the season started and none of that happened. And I, I knew that was a possibility because I've been following the NFL for two decades. So I was like, oh, a lot of trades don't normally happen. Now, in the time between then and now, there have been more trades than we traditionally see, but they happen at specific times. Most of the time, it is not a few months before the season starts. So long-winded way of saying, yes, I think Debo will be on the 49ers roster. Now, if he holds out, that's, I don't know, but I'm, he definitely will be on that roster. I don't think Kyle Shanahan will get rid of him for anything. Um, Sorry, I just want to double back on this real fast. God damn, does the Green Bay pa- Green Bay Patriot damn it, Green Bay Packers hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you saw that? Traded back into the first back round to get another defensive player. Back defensive players. Now, I do like both of def- which have character issues might not even start. Well, that takes away what I was going to say. I was going to say I like the fact that both of them played on the same team like inside linebacker, D tackle, kind of the same way, you know, yeah. we did it where you'll have a chain of that are used to each other right up the middle there, but the receiver they get is not even like I mean, not to say that power five guys are the guys you have to go get, but the first receiver they got, North Dakota State. Yeah. What? <laughs> are they two boy Carson Wentz, man? That's your account. Carson Wentz? Oh, I'm like, what? No longer North my Dakota account. State. No longer my account. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's very funny how they treat their star quarterback. Um, last thing, uh, the cards, Brennan. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for PEDs, apparently, and they traded to go get Hollywood Brown. How did how do you feel about this? These moves, these situations. Uh, so still haven't hammered the out. DeAndre a deal with thing uh, was weird. Kyler. Uh, this whole situation is weird. So. You don't resign Kirk Cousins or Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Jesus. Not Kirk Cousins, the wide receiver. Um Christian Kirk. Kirk. Christian Kirk. You don't resign Christian Kirk. Um, and then your star, hundred percent undeniable star wide receiver, gets busted for performance enhancers. So he's out six weeks. So obviously they knew something was up, which is why they made the trade for Hollywood Brown. But Hollywood Brown wasn't even the most beloved wide receiver on his own team, which is why they got him for what they got him for. And he uh, wasn't even of a, the most beloved potential guy to be traded. We didn't even know he was on the trade market. Yeah, we had no idea. Um, and then there's you got guys out there like Debo and AJ and then Terry McCollin out of uh, Washington. And then you go and get Hollywood Brown, which is I'm sure Lamar Jackson's fine with it because Lamar there had been tension between him and Lamar anyway, because he's very uh, much like, get me the ball, get me the ball kind of a player. And Lamar's like, listen, man, I, I got it. Like, I know what I'm doing here. Uh, very drop happy. I think they're imploding. Well, I think they're imploding. I think they're trying to make Kyler happy by getting one of his old teammates, but I don't think it matters. You know what else would make Kyler happy if you paid him? You know what else would make Kyler happy is if, you know, you had a better situation there. They've been drafting between the draft and some of their decisions in the front office. It's all about team speed which I don't know if you caught this, 
Um, Isaiah Simmons, one of the best. I, I was really high on him as a prospect a couple That's years what I was ago. Gonna say. That's Speed. one of the things I was going to mention to Kyle. Is like when they, when, you know, there's these prospects of on measurables that they do grade high and they do get picked in the first round sometimes. They're Isaiah Simmons and they don't know where the fuck to put the guy. And then the guy is just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or you get, yeah. And it's. I, I'm I'm a big believer in the film over measurables, the tape over measurables, a hundred percent character over <laughs> Dean was combine. a tape guy. Uh, yeah, because every fucking play, seven of those starting eleven are going to go in the first round either this year or next year, and in every play, Nakobe Dean was right there, like, "What's up, guys? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm making this tackle." <laughs> so. Yeah, the Cardinals are going for speed, team speed. That's Cliff Kingsbury's big thing is team speed, which I'm cool, whatever. Urban Meyer did that at Florida. He would literally, I, I saw this firsthand, he'd go to track meets and recruit people to play wide receiver at track meets, not even football games. He'd go to track meets to recruit people, which is fine if you want to get team speed, but this is the NFL, bro. Everybody's fast. Newsflash, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, everybody's fast. So you can go out and get the faster guys, but when it really comes down to if my guy runs a four two nine or my guy's going to run a four four seven, but it is a better route runner, I'm going to take the four four seven dude. Like this is not this is stupid. We're talking about a tenth of a second. I've talked about this before. The Cardinals are imploding on themselves, which makes me filled with glee because everyone knows my stance on Kyler Murray uh, stealing, robbing Gardner Minshew of the Rookie of the Year. So they get what they deserve. I'm. Shocked about the uh the the uh, fuck I just blanked. God, this is it. This is the end of this is the end of days. I just I'm shocked yeah. that he got uh what's the wide receiver? We were just talking DeAndre about DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre. I'm shocked DeAndre Hopkins got caught for PEDs because he's a little wide receiver. And the fact that he got caught for PEDs makes me laugh so much. Well he's not well, a big dude. No doubt, but what always gets me is uh, what, what the re thing that will never surprise me um, with that physical stature, physical frame. Uh, do you know D. Gordon, Brennan? No. D. Gordon, baseball player. Look him up. He got popped for PEDs. All right. All right. Brennan, the NHL playoffs, they never stop. Look up, look up, look up. Uh, Gordon, as I'm I talk right about now. the NHL playoffs, um, I'll save you to talk about your team last. Oh, the uh, oh my the, god, yeah. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, you got popped for PD, 80 game ban, couldn't play in the postseason if the Marlins made it that year. Um, one of a bad title, wow. got him a nice contract. Um, the Bruins fall to the Carolina Hurricanes. The Wild, the number one in the... Wait, no, they're not number one. They're number two in the West. Wild fall to the Blues. And the Kings come back to... Yeah, they came back in the third period to beat the Oilers. Um, and, Brennan, what happened to your team in their postseason? The Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Lightning... Um, so we lost to the Maple Leafs five to zero, but it's um, we're going to come back. It's it's going to be OK. We're five gonna, zilch. Yeah, the playoffs have started. We're going against five the Leafs. Five, OK, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, <laughs> this is weird because I remember two weeks ago being like, yeah, the playoffs are here. And you're like, no, there's still 10 more games. And now we're in the playoffs. That snuck up on me. And then we lost yeah. our very first game five nil. So 
Uh, don't I don't really know what to say about. It. I was so confused because there was a random like throwaway game the day before the playoffs started. They just had to yeah. finish out game eighty two for two teams. The day was, before the playoffs started, it was brutal. Um, well, yeah, tonight, so I, Brennan, we got uh, the President Trophy. I was corrected. I got a phone call midday yesterday and got corrected. Stern talking to by one of my favorite Canadians. Um, the President Trophy winners, not President Cup, President Trophy winners, Florida Panthers, uh, will be taking on the capitals of uh, our nation's capital. Uh, the Rangers will play the Penguins. Penguins, who I believe will be out without their goalie for at least this round, if not more. The Avs, Greg's Avs, take on the Predators and the Flame versus the Stars. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but there have been eight teams to win the President Trophy and win the Stanley Cup. Panthers are going to make it a ninth, baby. Yeah, you mentioned it last week. You mentioned it last week so much to the point I brought it up to someone at work who's a big hockey fan, and they just started laughing and go, "Oh, I've got the Capitals over the uh, oh, get I got the out Capitals of here. over the Panthers in the first round." And I said, "Ah, relay that to Joe." Back you. Welcome to the big leagues. Two runs, one Definitely the wrong sounder. Sorry. And you'd be surprised how quick and quick Mayman hits quick hit. All right, Brennan, we got the quick hits. Let's make this quick. Fulham is quick. officially promoted. They are the champions. They closed it out yesterday. Um, they had another opportunity prior to yesterday against Nottingham over the weekend. No, midday last week. Uh, lost that game 1-0. And then yesterday, Brennan, back in front of the home fans for one last time this season. 7-0 victory. We put a touchdown on Luton Town. Lutton. London, London Town, whatever. We put a touchdown on the Hatters, Teddy. Um, so yeah, Mitro, we got a hundred goal as a team. Mitro is well over forty goals at this point. Uh, TC got a goal. Fabrio got a goal. Tete got a goal. It was a it was a glorious, glorious evening. Um, down at the cottage. Uh, so yeah, Fulham officially promoted number one in the Champions League. Raise the trophy. Let's go. go. Let's stay this time, fellas. Let's stop yo-yoing. Let's stay this time. Marco Silva is the guy. The game that we're playing currently is fit for the Premier League. Let's get up there, not play defensive ball. Let's attack, 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 and make some noise. Attack, attack, attack. I wanted to throw this in here. Um, This just uh, dropped this morning at 8 a.m. The United States is now reclassifying uh, Brittany Griner's status in Russia as wrongfully detained. Uh, movement on this. Uh, the only difference is in, uh, before they were keeping a low profile, hoping that everything could just get resolved. Amplifying it now is showing that the U.S. is going to try to get her back uh, one way or another. And we know what that means. So, Well, they just uh, they did a prisoner exchange about a week ago at this point. Um, to get a Marine who was stuck over there. Yep. People thought once, you know, those that thing happened, um, there may be more movement on that. So that's good well, to yeah, hear. Cause the biggest thing was if they keep a low profile, maybe they can just get it resolved through the legal system and then she'll just be released. They didn't want to engage in this um, higher profile status because then then they would have to, then Russia is going to be like, no, you got to give us something for her. Yeah. But they, I guess they're tired of waiting. So they're like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go get her. Well, uh, her case, I believe she's supposed to appear back in court soon. So that may also be why, um, because her court date is coming up 
there. And also, the WNBA, Brennan, this is a horrible segue, but the WNBA kicks off this Friday, Brennan. <laughs> we are gripping and rolling. I will be creating a fantasy uh, a fantasy uh, WNBA league. If you want to join, Brennan, you want to join? Nah, I'm good. Thank you. Come on, join. That way you can learn the players that I talk about. It's a good That's way true. to learn. It's a good way to learn. That is true. We'll talk about it off air. All right. Uh, Brennan's definitely going to join. He's giving me eyes. <laughs> he's definitely going to join, folks. Uh, and the last thing to talk about, the quick hits here, is that the New York Yankees are apparently fully vaccinated. A couple weeks ago, we had a story that uh, some Boston players, some Oakland Athletics, obviously weren't fully vaccinated because when they went to go play the Toronto Blue Jays, they all did not make the trip. Whereas yesterday, the Yankees' first game of the series, they were all able to make the trip. All the men on the roster currently on the big league roster, and they were able to get there. They got a 3 2 victory. Brennan, Aaron Judge, when he got that shot, everybody appears to be vaccinated. Brennan, we are, are, are worried. Yeah, Aaron Judge have been went and got the shot down in Staten Island where they sell the fake vaccine cards. Whoa. I mean, do the shots. What? what? Huh? Uh, you got some insider intel. No, I don't know anything about anything. I'm not. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. You got somebody at the clinics, Brennan. He got a fake card. He got a. He got a Antonio Brown type of card. <laughs> to say he was vaccinated. Um, but yeah, so that was just the last little button on that story as a whole. And the Yankees are currently number one in the uh, entire MLB. Um, so yeah. So let's Perfect. see how long that'll last. So. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Brennan, where can we find you? Uh, Brennan T Comedy on all social media at Brennan T Comedy. Um, Brennan T Comedy dot com. Um, yes, I also do uh, comedy. I'm in based in New York City. So come if you're in the area, check out some shows. Uh, check out the website for dates. I'll be in Ohio next month or this month. God, it's already May. It's gonna be May. Um, last thing, check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I have guests on all sorts of guests, photographer, John Cafaro this past week, uh, comedians, artists of all kinds. Joe's been on musical guests and we talk about crazy stories, drinking stories, getting in trouble, stories, party stories. Everyone's got crazy stories so check that out ex drinking buddy joe by the way i just want to note that we completely so much has happened in the past week we didn't even get to talk about chris paul's perfect game so the title of this episode will be point god randomly um just to commemorate that hell yeah uh, so i don't have to think about show title you can find me on twitter and instagram at joe dove you can find the show twitter and instagram at cheering press don't forget to follow us on social media again that's at cheering press and at joe dorval net brennan t comedy don't forget to head over to my website joe if you want to check out the merch and the music don't forget to head over to a new low.co if you want to check out all the other shows that is a new low uh who does a podcast which is rumored to be coming back sometime soon Ooh. Who knows? Uh, and yeah, yeah. Misbehavior Journal Club. Brendan yawns and he gives me a thumbs up that he will be oh, joining the WNBA yeah. League. Um, so, without further ado, Brendan, get me out of here because I got to run to Walmart real quick before I go to work. That's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out, Brendan Griner. Get home safe. I know we've done it before, but do it again. Do it until you get home. I told you this was going to become a bigger issue than it was. 
You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Krevit. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network, and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye.